Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2 episode 256 of this daily study podcast. Thank you for joining us again as we continue the um, study of September the 7th to September the 13th covering 3rd Nephi chapters 1 to 7 lift up your head and be of good cheer. And we're going to conclude the study today of the section which is titled The Lord Strengthens His Saints Against Spiritual Danger, covered in 3 Nephi chapter 3 verses 1 to 26 and chapter 5 verses 24 to 26. So yesterday uh, we had a look at uh, Gideonhai's um, letter to the Nephites and uh, we talked about uh, his approach to uh, informing them basically that uh, the Gadianton robbers intended to uh, overthrow the Nephites and take their possessions. And so today we'll have a look at uh, how the Nephites and Lamanites responded. In 3 Nephi chapter 14, sorry, chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, uh, we read about um, what is decided uh, by Laconius. It says, And he caused that fortifications should be built round about them, and the strength thereof should be exceedingly great. And he caused that armies, both of the Nephites and of the Lamanites, or all of them who were numbered among the Nephites, should be placed as guards round about to watch them, and to guard them from the robbers day and night. And he said unto them, As the Lord liveth, except ye repent of all your iniquities, and cry unto the Lord, ye will in no wise be delivered out of the hands of those Gadianton robbers. Laconius clearly understands here, what the people had to do in order to uh, be saved, in order to receive salvation from the Lord, from this uh, very physical threat to their to their to their lives, uh, we see again this uh, this metaphor of building fortifications and uh, improving the strength of those defenses around the people, and to set guards about about these fortifications to watch day and night. I mean that in itself has a lot of. Um, meaning behind it you think of how we we've spoken before about fortifications and how important they are in our lives spiritually uh, we talk about uh, doing things such as um, providing a safe haven for our families and our homes that we keep out any um, inappropriate or dangerous media that can distract and um, degrade our bodies and our minds and spirits we talk about uh, how we also need to protect our families with the, the spirit and uh, have the home be a place of unity and strength. But also, uh, the, this idea of guarding uh, them from the robbers day and night, this is, not, this is not something that can just be done, you know, at some points and at other points be lax. It needs to be consistent. It needs to be uh, always observed to, uh, to be followed so that we can receive, receive that strength. And of course, we need to repent. Uh, and this is, again, you know, another message from the Book of Mormon about the need to repent and to change and try and become better as best as we can through the Saviour Jesus Christ and his atonement. Um, Gideonhai, um, uh, sorry, not Gideonhai, Laconius then appoints chief captains and the chiefest among all the chief captains was called Gid, 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 oh my word, I can't even say it, Gid Gidoni. Now in verse 19, we learn something interesting about Gid Gidoni. In verse 19, it says, And now it was the custom among all the Nephites to appoint for their chief captains, save it were in times of wickedness, someone that had the spirit of revelation and also prophecy. Therefore, this Gid Gidoni was a great prophet among them, as was also the chief judge. And it's great and, and interesting to learn about how during times of righteousness and, and, and good choices, that the Nephites often chose leaders who had the gift of prophecy, a prophet-type leader. And so this Gid Gidoni was one such leader. 
Uh, and the same should be said for us uh, in our lives. William J. Hamblin says this, quote, Religion and warfare were closely connected in the Book of Mormon. Certain elements of the Israelite patterns of holy war were continued in the Book of Mormon, such as the important ancient idea that success in war was due to fundamentally to the will of God and the righteousness of the people. Nephite armies consulted prophets before going into battle and entered into covenants with God before battle. Close quote. For us in our day, of course, we are not appointing captains to lead us into war, but we do need to make sure that those who lead us... Um, have the spirit of prophecy. Now we can liken this to our prophets, President Russell M. Nelson, who does hold the spirit of revelation and also prophecy. I have a firm testimony of that, as do many members of the church. We can also relate this to leaders in our stakes and wars, such as our state presidents, our bishops, our um, our leaders of quorums and, and uh, organizations as well. But I think also it needs to try and apply to people such as parents in homes um, you know, we are all entitled to receive gifts of the Spirit. And the gift of prophecy is, is something which is available to others if, if we seek for it. Um, that's not to say that we'll be blessed with it, definitely, but it's something which we should, we should seek for to receive guidance and promptings from the Holy Ghost, to be a, a leader that is prompted by the Spirit. And it's something that that is something we can all aim for. In verse 20, um, it's interesting because the people want Gid-Gidoni to do something specific. They say to him, pray unto the Lord and let us go up upon the mountains and into the wilderness that we may fall upon the robbers and destroy them in their own lands. So basically they want to leave the, their fortifications, go up into the, the mountains and the wilderness of the Galeantan robbers and destroy them in their place. And it's interesting that they say, pray unto the Lord and then let us do this. But actually Gidgadoni says that this is not the way. And it's very often that, um, you know, if we are trying to make the right choice uh, as a leader, whether whether we are, you know, a leader in the church or a leader in the home, that often we may feel prompted to to choose to do something that may not be what the uh, the others want. Torrance L. Zink said this, quote, Although the people had faith in Gidkadoni as a prophet, they misunderstood his role in leading them. They assumed he could lead them in a successful offensive battle against the Gadianton robbers. However, he explained that the Lord would not help them launch a first strike attack against their enemies, but would only help them defend themselves. Close quote. And I think that this is probably something that we need to learn about in terms of the Lord strengthening us against spiritual danger. Whilst we should take a stand against, you know, wickedness and about and immoral values in the world today, and we should stand by those. Um, we are not to, to lead an army into battle against these values and ideals, but to stand in defence of them. Uh, and I think that this principle applies directly to uh, what we're learning about here, about the, the way that Gidgidoni feels and uh, and is assured by the Lord about how they will be protected best uh, by being on the defence and following his trust and his, trusting him and following his promptings. And then that, that, that would bless them. Um, so this is how they kind of set themselves up. And we do see that they are fortified. They dwelt in one land as in one body and they made their prayers, uh, you know, reach the Lord. And to be honest, you know, we're not going to get uh, through everything um, through the rest of this week. We've only got one episode left for this week. And we're really going to cover bits of chapter five and chapter seven. So chapter four, we're not going to really get to mention where the Nephites do defeat the Gideon robbers. Gideonhai is slain. His successor, Zemnarihah, is hanged. Uh, the Nephites are wonderfully uh, praising the Lord for their blessings. They repent. Uh, and then in chapter six, they, they begin to have pride again. 
can we see this price cycle continue? But in chapter five, there is something that I want to mention in verses 24 to 26. It talk, it's Mormon having a intermission in the narrative here. And he's talking about how the Lord will gather this, the, uh, the seed of Jacob, uh, the children of Israel, and he will covenant with them. And it's again teaching us how all these things that we learn about from the Book of Mormon, they apply to us today. And so we shouldn't ignore or we shouldn't pass over these principles of building fortifications, appointing prophet leaders and guards in our lives, making sure we listen to their counsel, even if that counsel may be different to what we seek to do or want to do, and having the spirit of prophecy in our homes and revelations that we can seek to receive uh, the guidance of the Lord in our lives. These are all important principles for our day. And this why Mormon chose to put these specific experiences in this record, remembering that, of course, a hundredth part of what this, the, the records the Nephites held could not be contained in this one book. So this must be the really important parts. Thank you very much for listening today. I do hope you've enjoyed this study uh, along with me. Uh, please do follow uh, the the group the podcast on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. You can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining a future podcast episode. And I'll be hoping to set up a few of those in the near future. And it'd be great uh, if um, you could share and review and subscribe to the podcast so that more people can hear of this um, resource uh, for your studies. Thank you very much for listening and until we meet again.